Hey, this episode is brought to you by Gooseworks. Get ready to stand out with custom printed apparel from Gooseworks Screen Printing Studio, located in the H. Houston, Texas, baby, you already know. Whether you need shirts for your business, a team, a special event, or you're an artist who needs some dope merch, their expert printers will bring your designs to life with vibrant, long-lasting prints. With some of the fastest turnaround times of the eight and consistent quantity work with their automatic equipment, there's no better choice for all your screen printing needs. Contact them today. Let them bring your visions to life. You can find them on Instagram. Just search up Gooseworks or head to the website, gooseworkshtx.net. What's going on, Silly Goose gang? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Silly Goose Podcast. Uh, how are you guys doing today? We're in here, uh, cold as hell. You know, we got another winter storm basically going through, but without the snow, which it's kind of fucking, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. But um, today, joining us, I have a, a pretty dope guest. He is actually the first official sponsor of the Silly Goose Podcast. And... Um, I would like to introduce to you uh, Gustavo. How's it going, listeners? Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. What's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> he's not only uh, the sponsor, he's also my my boss, you know, my <laughs> employer. Technically, yes. Technically, you know, but uh, today we're just hanging out. Yep. Just hanging out. Yep, we're here at the lobby at Gooseworks yeah. Screen Printing Studio. Yeah, we could say the N-word now, you know, we, we'll be fine. We'll be fine because, you know, there's no HR right now. You know, we're off the clock. <laughs> no, but uh, what's going on, man? How, how you doing today? Good. A uh, bit of an off day because of that same storm. UPS is delaying our shipment, so uh, we don't have stuff to print right now, but I'm still, we're still getting stuff done. Happy to be doing this. Oh, what yeah. about you? No, nah, man, you know, I'm, I'm always happy. I'm here, um, just cold, but uh, we're just chilling, man. So let's just kind of dig right into it. You own a screen printing business. I do. You do, right? Mm-hmm. No, you know, you know what? Let's even go back. Let, let's go back to to uh, knowing a little bit about yourself. Like, uh, okay. what is your name? <laughs> My name is Gustavo Gonzalez. Uh, and yeah, when I moved up here to Houston, people couldn't really pronounce my name, and uh, they said. Uh, gonna call you goose and i was like yeah sure why not uh-huh and that's where goose came from which then later came goose works okay well where, where the where were you raised that were you are you from houston or i am not even though i've been living here for what is it now almost 20 years uh-huh but i was born in juarez mexico okay which was fun interesting yeah, yeah. town to el paso um it's cool because I'm also from a border town. I'm from Coahuila. Yeah. yeah. It's just a different different gig, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Because like the both worlds. Piedras Negras, they would always call it Piedras Tejas because it's oh, basically really? right there. Yeah. Huh. But uh, being from a border town, uh, do you do you feel like people sometimes say you're not Mexican enough or whatever just because it's very, um, well, at least in where I'm from, uh, in Coahuila, it's very Americanized in a way? Yeah. No. I I never had that issue. Really? But also, uh, 
could be with because of uh, I lived I only lived there till I was seven years old, uh-huh. and then we moved down to Colima, which is the smallest state, the capital of the smallest state in Mexico, which the state is also Colima, and uh, grew up further south, two hours from Guadalajara, and uh, grew up there till I was what. 11, 12, mm-hmm. and then moved up here. Okay. So I never really, uh, you know, experienced that whole yeah. living in the border town saying I wasn't Mexican enough or something. Okay. Yeah, no, never got that. No. Okay. And uh, when when did you start school over here? What grade were you in? Eighth grade. Eighth grade? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's that's kind of up there, man. That's middle school. Junior high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the same thing, right? I think I so. I always get yeah. it confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, eighth grade. How, how was it starting over here? Because I'm, you know, I was also born and raised in Mexico, but I started mm. school already in second grade. So, oh, okay, yeah. So I was mainly raised in Texas for mm. the most part of my life, even though there was a time where I did go back to, to Mexico for like two years when I was in fifth grade, I think. Mm-hmm. Like one year, one full year, a year and a half. Yeah. And then I came back, but I already kind of had the English down because second grade. But yeah. Um, how was starting over here school like in eighth grade? Um, it was definitely culture shock, but not so much because all the things that I, uh, liked that I like already, I already liked them in, and I lived in Mexico, meaning we'll give you an example. For instance, skateboarding, obviously it wasn't as big in Mexico as it is now. So even having to get the, the boards and all the all the stuff, all the setup, mm-hmm. and all those brands that I grew up seeing in uh, Transworld magazine, um, I had no decent access to them living over there. And then when I moved up here, I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Like, there's skate shops, like, you know, to choose from, and there's actual skate parks. And to me, that was just like, yep, I love it. Let's Not a lot it. of skate parks in Mexico, huh? Um. At the time, no, especially where I was at. Um, maybe in other parts, but definitely not in Colima. Yeah, you're also a huge soccer fan. Yes, huge. Yes, <laughs> been playing uh, for the better part of my life. I should be a lot better than I am uh-huh. <laughs> for however long I've been playing. But yeah, you know, just love it. Did you play uh, soccer in high school? Did you I, dominate? I did. I didn't dominate. I would dominate after high school. And before, because all through high school, I didn't, I was all into skateboarding. Oh, okay, okay. So I wish, looking back, it's kind of bittersweet because I love it so much and I, and it kind of hurts that I, that I stopped for a couple of years playing competitively. And, uh, but at the same time, uh, while I was skateboarding, that was also so much fun and just a different experience altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, do you think um, that kind of, what about what kind of music were you listening to at the time? Um, like before you you moved out here, did you you liked rock and all and yeah. all that already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks to my brother, I got into uh, British rock music a lot. Like okay. even before there was a, any thought of moving over here, uh, I was already skateboarding. I was already into uh, British rock music, mainly Oasis. I can tell there's a couple of friends right now that are giggling about that. Because uh, they're like, that's all you listen to, man. I always get in your car and you're always just playing Oasis and like, you know, Blur and stuff like that. And yeah, so I was I was already 
that's I was into that. Okay, because man, whenever I early. whenever I uh, I would listen to a lot of rock and all that uh, in middle school and high school, like people would just call me a coconut. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And like I'm from like a small country town and all that, which mm. um, the Mexicans there, like the Hispanics, are like Mexican. There, it's not like Chicanos and all that for the most part. Yeah. So um, I guess they they weren't used to like, oh, you like this shit con la guitarra and all that, just because it's rock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, they would always say shit yeah. like that. Did you ever get get any of that? I, man, honestly, like, if I did get it, I never took offense to it. Uh-huh. Just because I've I never don't. taken offense to it. Yeah, or like, I never thought of it a certain way that it's like, oh, they're hating on me, or they think I'm different, or maybe uh-huh. they don't accept me, accept me, or anything uh-huh. like that. I just I don't care because I also like playing the guitar, mm-hmm. so that's why I would listen to those. Kind of songs, you yeah. know, and, uh, so it would kind of go hand in hand, but, um, I'm kind of jealous. I didn't have like an older brother or like even my dad, like to show me like, like you said, like British rock bands and all that, like yeah. growing up with that. I didn't get into that like way later in my life. Yeah. And, um, I wish I would have started so I could, cause I've always wanted to like learn how to play guitar. Yeah. But it's like right now, it's like we're too late. What yeah. they say is not, it's, it's never too late. Never but like, too late. but I got four kids. Who basically. has time? <laughs> who has time to be, a, you know, in your case, a dad, yeah, uh, and then you know, just a good husband, uh-huh. uh, a friend to stay healthy, to go to the gym, and like be a, a decent person. Who has time for that? And then on top of that, throw hobbies and stuff like that. It's crazy. <laughs> but hey. Not too late. It's never too late. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so you came into school out here, and then I remember you telling me um, you went back for or some time, right? Or, or your parents moved back, and then you decided to stay. Um, no. So uh, it was during the depression, mm-hmm. like in 08? 08, Yeah, when my dad it's was so like, crazy that we have like a depression in our lifetime. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, it feels like. Kind of already went through another one, or just some <laughs> like we're other, in one now, right? Yeah, other weird, um, you know, life events, pandemic, and all that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so my dad was just like, you know what? I think we're just gonna head back. There was a business opportunity over there, uh-huh. and uh, he went back. He said, "If you guys want to stay, you're welcome to stay." And how old were you at that time? Whenever they went back, seventeen. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, mm, I could You're stay. You're a young man. I guess I wanted to go back and not stay out of status. Uh-huh. So the plan was to go back. Which means student. illegally, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I'm not, I like huh? that you use that term. I had never really used that term really? before. Yeah. yeah. Out of status. I was here, oh, you know. Yeah, out of status because, you know, we came with um, the certain visa, yeah. HP something i don't know and so if i had stayed uh after a certain period of time i would have been out of status Mm -hmm. um and so the plan was to go back and then work on getting my student visa to come back legally and that's what i did so i had to go back from um oh eight oh nine like leo seven can't remember but uh yeah a couple of years uh, at 17, were you already, did you graduate high school over here before you went mm-hmm. back? Okay. 06, so you graduated. Side Creek. I'm from 07. Cougars. Yeah? Yeah, because of 07. <laughs> but uh, so you went back and got your visa and to kind of come back to school over here? 
Yes. Okay. Art Institute. And dude, how was that? Like to to make that that decision to like leave your parents behind? Well, not necessarily leave them behind, but like just leave your parents at still like a, a young age because I don't think I could have ever separated like that from them. You know, like lived in a whole other country or or whatever. You know. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Are you asking like how I did it or, or yeah, how like I, how? Not well, not necessarily how. Like just the. What made you, like, be like, you know what, just because my parents are in Mexico, like, doesn't mean I have to be in Mexico. Like, I can make my own life here, like, basically by yourself. I'm sure you had family that you Oh, yeah, 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 and I have family here, too. And it's like, but still, like, to to still continue that, like, moving over here by yourself without your mom and dad. Yeah, well, um, just, you know, felt like the, the right next move mm-hmm. um and also because i wanted to attend the art institute here okay um and study animation media arts and animation okay so that that was that was the motivation mean? behind it okay mm-hmm. so can you do like cartoons and stuff like that or what kind that of was the plan but i was only able to attend for one academic year uh-huh. and then it got ridiculously expensive yeah and i had to drop out well what kind of cartoons did you like that that made you want to make cartoons like what'd you Classics, man. That um, Dragon Ball Z. No, even before that, Tom and Jerry. Oh, Tom and Jerry. Only classics. Dude, my baby is like we put on Tom and Jerry on YouTube, and she yeah. watches that shit. Like, good. No sound and everything, and good. she like. Those are the good ones. They do some funny shit, and then she looks over at me and like laughs to make sure that like <laughs> right. I get it. It's like get you it? get it, you get it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it, it's fucking badass, man. It, it's dope. I'm really glad that she's into that. Yeah, they're you know they don't make cartoons like they used to, and. uh but they do make Rick and Morty, though. They did, yeah, never got into it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I It took me a long time. I, I watched, like, a couple episodes. And whenever I would watch, it'd be a little much. Yeah. But, like, it, there'd be, that'd be funny. But, like, yeah. I don't know. I just, it's hard for me to even, like, get into a show and, like, continue watching it. I liked it, but I might have watched, like, five or six episodes, and, like, that was about it. Yeah. I tried it for a couple. Gave it a good uh, college try, community college try. And, uh so what kind of yeah. what kind of cartoon were you into making? Like classic looks like that, or, or what kind? Into making? Yeah. Um, I don't. Um, it wasn't so much that I wanted to make a cartoon, although I would always draw mm-hmm. cartoon characters. <clears throat> like I remember, for instance, there was a uh, a project uh, for which class was it? Uh, character development, and I made uh, Officer Dick. And he was just a cop. And a cop or a cock? A cop. Oh, okay. Cop. <laughs> ESL, English Second Language <laughs> Pronunciation. Um, and yeah, he was he was a cop and he was a dick. And I actually made for storyboard class a quick rough draft of what the cartoon's going to be. I think you can find it on YouTube, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and... I did the voiceover and everything. And again, this is not animated. This is just like the stills of storyboarding. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they. What would the search be under on YouTube? <sighs> Man, no idea. Okay. Probably just Officer Dig storyboard. Okay. Gustavo or something. Cool, cool, cool. Um, you, and, did huh? you find it? No, I I just don't want to get right here, now? so we're gonna. I'm gonna have you talk about something while I search okay, it up. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but um, okay, so that was the kind of original <clears throat> um, 
reason why you wanted to stay and go to school over here. Yeah, and um, mostly the grand goal was to work, you know, Pixar or something like that. Those are pretty, like, big dreams that, like, to be honest, yeah. a lot of Mexicans, a lot of our people, they don't, that shit doesn't even cross their mind. Like, to you work think? for Pixar, I think right now it's definitely changed. Oh, for but sure. But for me growing up, like, that wasn't a fucking thing. No. Not at all. I or I don't know if it was also the way that I was raised or whatever, but yeah. that was never really a thing. I mean, um, I always knew that it was just going to be like the chances of me pulling it off and actually ending up, you know, for Toy Story 5 <laughs> um, are very, very slim. But um, you had to try it. And even if that didn't happen, maybe somewhere along the way I would have found something that I would have started on my own. Uh, but you animation ended, wise, but you ended up doing screen printing. But I'm doing screen printing, and I know the news have asked you, and like other people have asked you, like how yeah. you got into started, like into screen printing. Yeah. And the other day, you <clears throat> kind of gave me the real, like, raw answer, which was what? Which was um, you're a big soccer fan, so you told yes. me whenever they would score goals, they would put their that's, shirts that, over their head. That's so been go on that. I've never given that full answer because it's top secret project still to it's, this day. It's exclusive. <laughs> it's exclusive. But um yeah, that was the first t-shirt idea that I had. And so I went to Texas Art Supply, overpaid for that speedball contraption, and I uh figured out how to do it mm -hmm. one afternoon on YouTube like with all the supplies that I had. I was like, oh, I think I can mess around and get that done. Because, uh, you know, even before this and uh, from a very early age, like since, honestly, I can't remember being in school, I was always in the art programs and art classes. And so from drawing and, like, uh, painting with watercolor or oil painting, pastels, whatever um, I could do in any art class, I would get into it, and yeah. I always enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, since then, I've worked with um, sculpting and, like, digital illustration okay. and all kinds of stuff. And then in screen printing, I really liked it because it was a pretty tight combination of, like, you know, digital artwork. You know, the, the, the way I would do it at the time is, you know, sketching out by hand. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, which I'd been doing for all these years. And then digital illustration, which I had just learned from uh, the, the Art Institute. Institute. And then <clears throat> taking the end result onto a T-shirt into like, you know, uh, more just something tangible that you can grab and you uh -huh. can look at instead of just like a digital, what is it now, NFTs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or streaming music, like, no, nah, more of the, you know, album sleeve and, you know, getting the feel of everything. Uh -huh. um, and so for me to be able to go through all those, um, that process, um, it was a great combination of all the creative aspects that I've been enjoying um, and doing from a very young age. And it all kind of came together in screen printing. And so um, I had that idea, and then I just started messing around with other things, not yeah. necessarily the soccer one. And uh, little by little, I started doing my own things, and then – you know, the bar down the street or the band that my buddy was in was like, hey, can you print shirts for me? I was like, 
Yes, I can. What, were you already uh, before? Because before you opened up your own shop, like yeah. you worked at another um, screen printing place, right? Not at that time yet. I okay. Was, all that I was doing um, in oh. my in my apartment. So before you even worked at the other shop, like you were already doing it on your own. Yes. Okay. okay. And I at that point I wasn't really like, oh, I want to work full time at a, a screen printing shop and like this and that. It was just it was just a hobby. Because you, you still had a full time job. And that was like, yes, I was a waiter. Uh-huh. Um, I guess that was a full time job because, you know, that was the only, my only source of income uh-huh. was that. And then you know a little extra from uh, screen printing. That's a hobby, and also uh, commissioned paintings that I was doing for some people. Just, oh, shit, again, that's... just kind of like fun, mm-hmm. fun stuff. So from waiter to business owner. Yeah. Look at that. In, in how long? How long did that transition take? 10 years, eight, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. But after the, after uh, being a waiter, that's whenever you moved into the other <laughs> shop you were working at, screen printing? Yeah, because I, uh, I ended up getting myself fired from being a waiter. And nice. uh, yeah, that was a good day because it was a little push that I needed to like, um, you know, get into something that I actually liked because I was going to work, man. And after all those years, like I just felt like I was stuck. Like I didn't, you know, I had just, I'd stopped going to the art Institute because it, w- it wasn't affordable anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of in this weird, depressing kind of <laughs> cycle. And I felt like I was stuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, it was not good. Um, and I was at the, at the end of the rope there. And uh, and then that happened. I got fired because uh, it was a corporate restaurant, and I failed the secret shoppers thing uh-huh. report. It's which, crazy. You always hear about secret shoppers, and <clears throat> one of them actually got you. <laughs> yeah, we had always heard about them too. It's like, oh, make sure, like, I think we're getting shopped today. Blah blah blah. Nobody told us we were getting shopped that day, and I got shopped. But mm-hmm. in my defense, I got triple sat. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. You mean that my whole section, it was a three-table section. They, oh, okay, All okay. tables got sat at the same they time. They all gave them to you. Yeah, and I had no help, so I had to cut some corners, right? <laughs> and so the report said, you know, he did a good job. Service was this and that, but he missed these marks of upselling mm. the, uh, you know, crazy. Like the specials or something. Yeah, like didn't tell the feature of, you know, off-menu item or whatever. He didn't upsell the rewards card and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so because of that, I got fired, and it was cool because the ma- my manager was like, you know, it sucks that I have to fire you, uh, but I know that being you, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dang. Um, well, yeah, cool. <laughs> and so I was like, um, well, let's get on with it. And then it was just a matter of seeing what the next step is to keep on going. And uh, I was like, well, I do enjoy screen printing. I wonder if I can do something with it. Uh-huh. And then I decided to dive more into it. And then eventually my savings ran out. So I had to get another job. And uh, that's how I ended up uh, working at another screen printing studio. And then uh, one of those managers there is now a current customer, right? Or client? Wasn't that oh. you, uh, the, from Adami? Um, oh yeah, right? coworker from yeah. Oh, coworker. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a coworker from the restaurant. Yeah, it's funny. Um, she works for uh, Adame Garza Law Firm, and she just 
we started emailing and uh she since have got gotten married and her last name was different so uh you know i didn't know during the emails that it was her but she walks in and then we kind of just look at each other we hadn't seen each other and i don't know for how long uh-huh. like it must have been the eight years or so Shit. so what are you doing here I was like, I was emailing you. Oh, <laughs> like you're Gustavo. <laughs> yeah, so you're you're Tammy. I'm not gonna say her yeah. last name, but you know, Johnson, whatever. And she's like, Yeah, I got married. I was like, Oh my god, how you been? <laughs> so that was that was just weird. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what <laughs> what to make of it. She it was just you know happy to see her, That's even a- though when we worked together, she was. Probably not Pretty very stirred. happy to see me all the time. Uh, Probably gave her a hard time, but hey. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> but Okay, so whenever you op- you wanted to, decided to open up your own business, yep. that's something that you wanted to do. And it, w- it had nothing to do with, like, your parents having a their own business. That no. wasn't like, oh, like, I want my own business. It, yeah, no. Um, it wasn't, like, motivation or, like, anything like that? Um, meaning... Um, sorry, say that again. <laughs> Since your parents owned a business, oh, okay, okay, uh, okay, it wasn't like you like motivation for you, or like something that inspired you. Mm, well, no, it just kind of like came on its own. It was funny. Um, you know, the more and more I got into screen printing, and the better and better I got at it, people, it was it was so funny. Oh, and then in between that time period, I met my wife Jeanette. Um. How's it going, babe? All good. Where'd you meet your wife? <laughs> On Instagram. Oh, shit. Because of the work that I was doing in screen oh. printing. Did you just slide in the DMs? She slid into oh, mine. Oh, she slid in yes. your DMs. I was <laughs> doing fine. And then there she goes. Changed my life completely. Nice. And here we are. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was because of uh, one of my designs, uh, the one... I have this graphic that's a that's the city of Houston uh, emblem with a bike on it yeah. instead of the train. It's an old and school one right there. It's huh? old school, yeah, and I'm still selling it. People are still loving it. Whenever they see it for the first time, they go ahead and get it. Or people that have gotten it for the, you know, for however many years, they're like, hey, man, I, it's worn out. I need a new one. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, and that one's kind of, that graphic stood the, the test of time. And... Um, so I had it on Instagram. I had made hats with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she wanted the hat. And, uh, you know, to not dive so much into that story, uh-huh. she, that's how, you know, you want a hat? Yeah, come buy it, whatever. And that's how we met. So at that time, um, you didn't have the your shop yet, right? No, I, okay. I did not, no. Um, it was work screen printing studio. was still a, a ways out. And... Um, how we came to the studio is, you know, while I was working at the other shop, um, and I was getting my work out there, um, people would little by little just like, it was funny from, there was a certain point in time when you would ask me like, Hey, when are you going to open up your shop? And I was just, when are you going to open up your own studio? And I just, I would close my eyes and I just did not see it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I I don't know if it's ever going to happen type thing, you know? Yeah. And then eventually, um, I, like, 
I can't, I don't know how to describe it. Like we would just go out, we'd bump into friends mm-hmm. or like, you know, um, pretty much people started asking you enough times yeah. that it made you be like, you know what? Why don't I have yes. my own? Yeah. It was like, Hey man. Um, I remember my friend Ruben, um, from uncle beans coffee. He was, uh, but at the time I knew him from, um, he was, uh, he worked security at Liberty station bar, which was my watering hole down the, all those years ago. Anyway, um, he was like, hey, man, so I was driving down some warehouses. Do you need some, like, you know, uh, warehouse space for, and I'm like, for what? You know, to do your studio. You're, you're going to open your studio, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I mean, maybe down the line. Like, and he was one of them, but, like, more and more people kept asking, like, hey, uh, you going to open, when are you going to open a mm-hmm. shop? And then, of course, my wife was very encouraging and supportive of that. I was like, yeah, you need to do it. You need to do it. Um, and then eventually I got to a point where I could close my eyes and it made sense. Like mm-hmm. I could see it. Um, I, I knew the equipment that I wanted to get and I knew, um, you know, just uh, more or less how it was going to run. There were still a lot of question marks, but a time came where I was like, okay, it's now or never. Yeah. And so signed that two weeks notice there we were, here we are. And how how did uh, your boss at the time feel? Because you were leaving mm-hmm. a screen printing studio to yeah. make your own screen printing studio. Um, yeah, there were. Um, you can talk <laughs> shit, bro. It's all good. Yeah, nah, it's, I'm <laughs> but uh, yeah, so how, how did they react? I will say this: after being there for five years, and I handed them the two weeks' notice, the first thing that they said, either of them said, because father and son, within 10 seconds, first thing I heard was, great, now we got to replace him too. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it was like, there it is. You like, know? I wasn't a nobody here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, That's what they said. That, yeah, that was it. And then, and I had my reservations, like, I wasn't sure, like, oh, should I do this to yeah. them? Like, blah, blah, And then that one sentence Made it, it clear. Was, it, it was crystal clear. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yes, this is yeah. the right move. Okay. And uh, I hadn't thought about that in a while, man. Get <laughs> a little teary-eyed here. No, it was, uh, I mean, you know, good. Um, right there, had, it made you, it, it kind of, you realize, like, I'm way worth more than this shit. Yeah, and, uh, you know, for, in terms of what I was making versus the amount of work that I was putting into it, um... It was not, it didn't add up. Yeah. I will say that uh, I was able to print uh, stuff of mine after hours. So they were always cool to let me use the equipment. And okay, I was always nice. very appreciative of it. And it was always a thing of like, hey, this is how much I'm printing. Do I owe you anything? Like, here's this much for, you know, power that is being run yeah. and the after hours and all that. So. That's pretty cool, though. I didn't know they, they let you do your own stuff there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same time, I felt like that was being held against me. Into of course, like, yeah. oh, well, he doesn't need a race because he's getting all that. Yeah. You know, but it's like, you know, do you think I enjoy working 12-hour shifts? Or yeah. maybe um, you could see that I have potential to help your business grow, so mm-hmm. maybe we can... 
you know, I could get a race and like or even have a different, a different role in yeah, the company. Exactly. But that was never the case. So, and you know what? I'm glad that they didn't see it that way. Hell yeah, because now you're fucking rocking and rolling over here. Yeah, man. and uh, yeah, you know. What What do you think is the scariest uh, thing about owning a business? Your own business. <sighs> scariest thing about owning your business. Um. Just not yes. having customers. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> uh, yeah, or people not um liking what you're doing, mm-hmm. or uh, just I mean, in a sense, short answer, failure. Okay. Right? Um, because every new business has that first year that they have to get over. Yeah. And mine was through COVID. That's that's rough. <laughs> that's like playing at expert level right there, trying yeah, to start a business. Yeah. So um I will say that we've been open what three and a half years now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've aged ten <laughs> years. Um but it's all been a wonderful, horrible experience and I love it. Not really horrible, but you know, it's been, it's been it's, it had ups and downs. Yeah, course, definitely. Right? Um, was it, there ever a time where did you that the thought about closing down? No, no, never, never. No, nah. that was you know, it's this thing, uh, you know, attitude of like, okay, we have to make this work because we have all the right elements to make it work. Yeah. It's just a matter of uh, finding the way. Um, yeah, and. If you want to hear a little bit more about the COVID bit, uh, the timeline was uh, I had the space and I was operational in April of 2019. And then we had the grand opening December 14th, Mm -hmm. 2019, the day before my birthday, 15th. Um, And then there was March that everything got kind of 2020, that's when it all went to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um that was the the timeline and it was it was hard to navigate through it but at the same time it's like if you can make it through that in your first year yeah then there's nothing you can what else is gonna yeah Yeah. so i'm you know it's interesting that you say that failure is like was is the biggest fear because i know a lot of like motivational speakers and all that they talk about failure how um failure just makes you better like it's like a learning experience and all that but i think that only kind of goes into certain things that you're trying to do because if you fail as a business like you yeah you're gonna learn from it but like to restart it again like that's a whole game changer right there yeah well luckily i i uh hope i never have to go through that and haven't been through that but i mean failure is one thing mistakes are another yeah so i mean there's been mistakes that have been made Mm -hmm. um you know saying yes too much or not saying no enough. Oh, that's some shit in it. Um, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's been uh, the trip. Well, what do you? What is one of the biggest rewards that you get from from owning a screen printing place or your own business? What's? Oh, there's so many. Like, for one, is from my creative point of view. Mm-hmm. Whenever somebody comes to me and they say, "Hey, I have this business. I need a logo for it." Um, like this is, you know, a little bit of what, about the company, what can you come up with? And if, and then I do it and they love it. Oh yeah. It's just such a good feeling, you know? And then not only to 
give them that digital logo, but also to screen print it. Yeah. And like make be able to, to look at it. Yes. Uh, and so. Yeah, you make their idea just come to life. Yeah. And I don't know if you knew this, but the AC guy down there, mm-hmm. just in time AC, I did his logo. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. That's pretty tight. Yeah. And it's so gotta it's got to be funny. cool to like go around town at, at Houston and yeah. see your design like all over the city. It's happened. Yeah. Like yeah. we were just talking about how uh, <laughs> for the free print, you saw one of those free prints out there at, at yeah. a Target or HEB, right? Uh, HEB, yes. Uh, um, did you go up to them at all? or, or talk? Uh, I wanted to, but I was in a bit of a hurry. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess you must. Yeah. I don't. It was the uh, Mattress Mac. Uh-huh. H-Town's got your back yeah, that, that we did for very the World popular. Series. Yes. <laughs> now legendary graphic. Really? Yeah. No lie. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And it's happened, it's happened a few times. Um, very early on, my uh, Enron-esque graphic of Houston, I saw it at uh, the Woodlands. The which a, one? The, that one. Oh, Which okay. is the, the Crooked H. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know the Enron? Are you too young? You don't, you don't I don't know, know Enron. about Enron. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. I don't know what the hell that is. I might have heard it or something, but it's not something that. So the Enron building downtown is a great skate spot. Uh-huh. And uh, <clears throat> we used to go there when I used to skateboard a lot. It had some great marble banks. Um, and you wouldn't get kicked out that easily, so it was good. Uh, and that's... You know, the Enron logo is uh, it's pretty iconic, mm-hmm. and it's a great logo. The yeah. only thing that it has against it is the story of the company. Oh, shit. What's the story? It's just, you know, it committed fraud. Oh. It robbed, you know, thousands of people of their... Uh, like investments? Not their their um, retirement funds. And oh, shit. Yeah, so I don't know where just people had nothing because these CEOs were lying to them and it just became, you know... Yeah, I think there was a movie about that with uh, Eddie Griffin. No, Eddie Murphy and, uh, and Ben Stiller, I think. Yeah, it was this company, this big bank or whatever that took all the people's investments and shit and like stole it or something like that. And then they were trying to like get it back. I think it's it's called Tower Heist. Not a fan of Eddie Murphy. I'm not going to lie. Really? Or Ben Stiller. Oh, wow. Oh yeah, he okay. has some movies here and there, but uh, no, uh, not not. Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> yeah, what, that one was, yeah. But then I don't know. Just I don't know. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so what are the <laughs> designs have you? <laughs> um, have you gotten up to anybody like that is wearing one of your designs? Yeah. Um, I was at IKEA once, and then the H sixty four logo was like, "Hey man, where you where'd you get that?" It's like, "Oh, I got this at uh, I think it was uh, Space Mantras or something." Oh, you and asked him where he yeah, got it from? Yeah, uh-huh. and then I was like, oh, cool, I, I made it. He's like, oh, you're Gooseworks? I'm like, yeah, I'm Gustavo. Oh, good to meet you, man. Like, can we take a picture? I'm like, ah, sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, so That's that tight. Was, You felt like a, like a little celebrity kind of, huh? A little bit, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you, have you uh, worked with any celebrities here? Have you printed any of their stuff? Yeah. Um, so one of the very early triumphs of mine was, uh, triumphs, sorry, it's cold. My lips are cold. Um, was working with the Suffers uh, on their for their debut album. They they had a uh, Kickstarter. The Suffers campaign. is a Houston Houston yes. band. Yes, it's um, very soulful music. It is great for your life. It is great for your heart. You should listen to it. 
Cam's voice is just, you know, an institution. What's one of their big songs Houston? that you like? Um, man, um, Giver. Giver for me, it, it, it's you know, slow. It's romantic. I don't know, man. The lights are down. We only have the Christmas lights on right now. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we, maybe uh, I should have played it. Right? Play it. <laughs> Let's see what this sounds like. Yeah. Yep. Oh shit, man! This fucking music, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know it. I got use out of it. <laughs> no, this I love this type of stuff, man. Yeah, suffers. Okay, so you got to print for them. Yeah, I got to design and print a. Um, last, I was aiming for their Kickstarter campaign. Whenever you pre-purchase their debut album, it had different perks. So one of them was a T-shirt. Uh, one of them was a screen-printed poster, and uh, I used the design for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so it was the. So your design, design was on their poster. Yeah, on the poster and on the T-shirt, and then there was another T-shirt design, which the graphic that I did, it was a, you know block font, and it said "I am a giver," mm-hmm. based on the T-shirt, but also because it was like, as a Kickstarter campaign. Okay. If you're not familiar with Kickstarter campaigns, you basically, you know, give your money to a certain cost to get it kickstarted. Kind of like a GoFundMe in a way. Yes. But. To start a business, kind of, or start yes. a okay. yes, and so I thought it was a brilliant opportunity uh-huh. to make the shirt that says "I am a giver" with you know nice. Kickstarter because it's what it was. And yeah, then yeah, the yeah. double meaning was that it was that song, and um, yeah, so that's what we did, and uh, we screen printed the posters, and uh, you screen printed the posters. Yeah, oh, yeah, we screen printed how, how the was that? Like, it was fun. That's where I met Rosso the first time, Durbin, Chappie. Uh, Cam I've known before, before that. Uh, but yeah, we uh, came out. Uh, we printed them at another studio, and um, and it was it was a good time. Okay. And those posters, they signed them. They were signed by the band. Uh, at the time it was ten of them, and so I had to draw ten different people and like uh-huh. you know. But and it was a, it was a cool it was a cool challenge because yeah. I remember. Uh, when I bumped into Cam at Catalina Coffee, she was like, hey, I think I might have a project for you. And I was like, awesome. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. open to it. And who's Cam? Cam. Cam Franklin, the singer. Okay. The lead um, singer. Yeah. You you should interview them. That would be a good one. I'll have, yeah, I'll have them over here. Yeah. You got to help me, though, too. You, you can co-host that episode <laughs> with me. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, cool. You know, whatever you need. Let's do it. And when, she's, when we finally sat down and talked about it and talked about some ideas. Um, she was like, can you design a poster? I was like, yes. At the time, I had no idea what mm-hmm. I was going to do with it, but, you know, ran with it, and she liked it. And the rest of the band liked it, which was 10 of them. Yeah. That's right? A, that's a big band, 10. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and we went through with it, printed them. I, ha- I still have a few, and they're signed. A few posters? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Dude, I kept that. I think kept that'd it. be a good giveaway. Well, yeah, I can't well, sell if, them because as a um you know, we had a deal that I couldn't profit off of them. I was like, oh, that's fine. Okay, okay. What I've done in the past, I posted on Instagram, I was like, Hey, I have these limited edition posts, I can't sell them. But, you know, we can trade yeah, some yeah, stuff. Yeah. So somebody <laughs> like gave me a bottle of tequila for it. I was like, Yeah, fair enough. And nice. <laughs> so yeah, it's um 
I still have a few of those. Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, there's River Revival. River, River Revival. Revival is put together by my friend Sean Brennan and his uh, record label, Splice Records, okay. which is local. And uh, River Revival takes place in the Guadalupe River uh, okay. in the KL Ranch KL like campsite. KL, uh-huh. Like New Braunfels area, KL Lake? New Braunfels, yes. Okay. Uh, it's the KL campsite, KL something. Um, and yeah, it's basically a weekend of camping by the river, live music. It's nice. super chill. It's not your, you know, crazy festival yeah. with a bunch of wooers at ACL that just go there just so they can take the picture with freaking... I don't know. It's people that are actually trying to be in the moment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's more intimate. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you typically know people from around town because it's uh, it's from it's like it's a Houston yeah. thing, right? So you bump into people that you've seen at other Splice Records events, like whether it's a Continental Club at the Bowie Elvis Fest or stuff like that. Uh-huh. So you you know you um it's a really really cool vibe. Nice. And uh, what happened for that one was he was um. How did it go? It was 2016? No, 15. Whenever you met the, the owner of Spice. No, I've known him from uh, a year before through another friend. Okay. And uh, But when he was planning the uh, the festival, okay, he was like, uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, hey, man, are you going to do T-shirts, mm-hmm. or do you have a logo? Or no, I think it started with the logo. And he asked me for the logo design for it. And, um, and yeah, I put it together. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. And it's funny because looking back at it now, like, uh, I gave it, you know, I did my best with what I knew at the time. Uh-huh. There's a software and everything like that. And then looking at it now, it's like. Could have done better? Not that I could have done better because that was at the time, that was where my skill set was. Okay. But looking at it now, it's like, oh, man, like it's it's still cool, but Mm -hmm. like, oh, I could have, you know. Yeah, you have more ideas in your head. Yeah, like you could have thrown a little, you know, the stress layer on that or whatever, right? Have tones. Yeah. That's about the only cool term that I know. (laughs) Have tones. (laughs) Yeah, gradients. Yeah, gradients. That's another one I need to use that more often. Which is about the same thing. And gradients. Uh, gradients are you know on the screen and half tones are on the. Sorry guys, the this print. is screen yeah. printing talk. Yeah, yeah a little yeah, bit inside shit. And um, but I don't regret how it came out. I love it, and uh, and it means so much because it's there was only you know the the debut mm-hmm. of River Revival Festival. I got to do the logo for it. That's awesome. So I regret nothing because there's always, oh, they're only going to be a first yeah. revival. Re- uh, and you, you uh, did it. Logo. Yes. The same way that there's only going to be one debut album poster for the Suffers. Suffers yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I got to work on those, which is really cool. And so. They do. They have a, like a river revival here in town too, right? Some sort of festival that they do. Who? Oh, so what he does is uh, um, he puts together a series of uh, concerts at um, Market, Square. Market Square. Yes, and he calls it the Road to River Revival. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So and it so, starts there, and then it leads to... Yeah, it's it's pretty smart because, you know, he builds up the hype to mm-hmm. it. And he invites 
the more often than not the same artists that are going to play at the festival okay so it's a really cool thing that he that he does um i saw Gio chamba there uh like i think in june whenever they had it the last time they had the river rival at market square yeah Gio chamba played out there yeah he's played there i've seen did he, has he played was it river revival river retreat um which are put together by the same person mm-hmm. uh, i know i've seen uh Gio chamba over there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. he knows how to put together a show Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, where was I? Uh, oh yeah. So then, um, you did the debut for the River Revival and the Suffers. Yeah, and he was. I was like, so are you gonna do T-shirts with it? I was like, I don't know, man. It's, I don't know that people are gonna go for it. And yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? The first thing that people get, yeah. you know, when they get to the festival is the merch. Exactly. And then, let alone being the first one. You know, that you put together. Yeah, they're, they're going to go for it. It's like, you think so? I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, mm-hmm. do it. And it wasn't just me, you know, being sales or anything like that. No, um, but like you are a person that enjoys festivals. You love music. Yeah. So when you go see a band or whatever, like you want to have something to remember exactly. it by. Yeah. And so he did it and he sold out on the first day when oh, we did shit. like a couple of uh, reprints after that. And it's uh-huh. funny because... Um, I still see those shirts at the at the festival, but really? like, but yeah, the OG shirts. Yeah, the yeah. OG ones. They're printed on American Apparel mm-hmm. back when American Apparel was still legit and not owned by Gildan. Um, and yeah, they're still holding up. Uh-huh. Still see them, and, and it's coming up again, right? What the River Revival? Yes. So River. Well, so he, he put or? together. Yeah. yeah. So now he has River Retreat, which happens. It's coming up soon. At the end of March. It's the last weekend of March. And then River Revival happens last weekend of September, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. And so uh, they're essentially very similar. It's just River Retreat, in his own words, it's a stripped back version of River okay. Revival. Cool. Yeah. We got to hit one of those up. Well, I got it. Maybe we'll next go. year. You know we will. Yeah. <laughs> So who was who was who, who, what's, what are other Houston legends that, that you've printed for? Well, there's definitely Bum B. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah, that's where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, so we've uh, and it's funny because this he was did on, say Bun B, like the yes, Bun B, the Bun B, the H-Town legend. Yeah, yes, and it was funny because we started working with him actually during the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, because as soon. Um, as I was able to screen print on face masks, as soon as they started manufacturing it, oh shit, you just face my mask? distributors, yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> it was just a matter of you know, think about it. I couldn't print T-shirts for uh, breweries anymore because yeah. they were shut down, or bars, restaurants. Uh, Everything one, shut down. Yeah, and actually, there was also going to be another uh, music festival that uh, Sean was putting together, and I had designed everything from the from the logo. To the poster, oh, wow. to even the wristband, like the you know the three day pass uh-huh. wristband or whatever, like the cloth one that you get for ACL and all that. I had even oh, designed shit. that, and I was like, you know, I was in my first year of business, mm-hmm. like months into being in business, is like that I got to, I was gonna get to do that, and then they pulled the plug on that, so I was like, Damn. oh shit. So yeah, there was not a lot going on at the time, so I started doing like fundraising face stuff yeah. well before the face mask just to stay busy mm-hmm. you know here at the shop because i just opened and like um 
I started doing some uh, fundraising events. So, like, I did one for the uh, service industry, like, breweries and bars. Because a lot of my friends, like, you know, Jake over uh, at LaGrange, who has supported me since day one. Um, I was like, hey, man, how are you doing? It's like, well, shit, I don't know, man. Shit's looking crazy. Like, this is happening. We can't open and this, this, and that. And uh, same thing with a few of my other uh my brewery friends Mm -hmm. and i was just like wonder if there's something i can do so i put together this uh the fundraising for restaurants bars and all that and part of the proceeds were going to go to southern smoke foundation Mm -hmm. and which you know basically i think it was started during rita foundation that was starting during rita that um yeah was it wait what harvey was it Harvey? Yeah, I'm crazy. Harvey Dent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hurricane Put a Harvey. Dent in our history. Yeah, I think that was in what 2017, right? Harvey. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, it's definitely for Harvey. What am I talking about? Okay. Um, Ike. What about Ike? I know that was another one that hit Hurricane mm, Ike. No, that was way a lot. Yeah, that was yeah, way yeah. before. Yeah, no, I went. Rita. Yeah, I went way before. Where the fuck am I going? <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was Harvey. Uh, <laughs> and um. Yes, I, um, they started uh, Southern Smoke Foundation, I believe. Uh-huh. I could be wrong during Harvey to support businesses that were uh, restaurants that were kind of struggling. Anyway, back so, to the point. <laughs> you were one of the few shops that were open, and Bumby just called, hit you up, or yeah, okay. So that, that's where the that's where the tangent went. Okay, <laughs> the the um deviated towards so i started working with bum b because um i emailed a bunch of businesses uh to see if they needed face masks because mm-hmm. people were still kind of working you know nobody knew what the fuck was going on yeah so like some people were in the office but it was like oh you got to wear a face mask and like this now we know that. that they don't even work <laughs> they, they don't work yeah so sorry people doing my best i thought i was protecting y'all um and so I, as soon as I could get face masks, I was uh, reaching out to people and seeing if they needed any. And one of the businesses that I reached out to was Southside Skate Park. Okay. And um, Eric, he emails me back and says, hey, <clears throat> Bumby's going to reach out to you. I sent this email to him. Nice. So just keep an eye out for that. And mm-hmm. that's how I started working with him. It was so, just a referral. That- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just funny, you know. Freaking right in the middle of the pandemic is when I started working with, with Bumby. And the first time that you talked to him, did he call or did he show up? Because he um, came in the studio, right? Since then, yeah, for other uh, jobs that we've done for him. He's been here, you know. Mm-hmm. He got his phone number? He's cool. Yeah. Is that like the the most famous person in your phone? You would say yes. You, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> so you could hit up Bumby. Like, do you ever? I mean, I'm not. No, what? <laughs> no, but <laughs> like, uh, bother, bro. why not bother him? Yeah. Tell no, no, what. no, not right now. No, not right now. But I'm saying, <laughs> have you ever, like, just when was the last time you you reached out? Um, to congratulate him for Trill Burgers, the right? Trill Burgers, yeah. That's a coming. When is it? Um, he has a brick and mortar opening up, right? Yes, he's opening up a brick and mm. mortar. Mm-hmm. Okay, did he reply? Yeah, nice. Oh yeah, he's he's pretty. Which you know, I don't expect him to because uh, it's like, why does he? Of course, yeah. yeah Imagine all the messages he gets. Yeah, he's like, thanks, boss. I was like, yeah. 
That's awesome. Man. That's yeah. awesome. I, I was just looking at the video the other day. Whenever he was in here, yeah, I took the pig. For the members the, only jacket, when yeah, he was the gonna members do own? the Gumball Three Thousand. Yeah. yeah, what was that about? What was what were those jackets about? It's the Gumball Three Thousand, man. What so is it's a uh, like a rally race mm-hmm. that you do. It's it's three thousand miles mm-hmm. that you you know that we're all. So it started in Toronto mm-hmm. and it ended in Miami. Okay. And Toronto to Miami. Yes. Shit. Yeah. So that's, that's a long drive. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so you, other, other celebrities sign up for it. Uh-huh. And then I'm not exactly sure how, like, you either win or lose or yeah. whatever, but I know it's a pretty big freaking deal. Yeah. And, and he does a lot for the community now, right? He's, like, everywhere, man. Yeah. Bumby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's, uh, you know, always at the front of, uh. I mean, at the, at the Astros parade, he was on the bus with Mattress Mag and everything. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. so funny. He's so gangster now, man. Mattress Mag. <laughs> Mattress Mag, is, you know, you <laughs> gotta, he's a, he's a Houston, uh, celebrity for sure. Yeah. Like when those Philly fans started talking shit to him, it's like, don't yeah, touch, don't. <laughs> you know, you can fuck with Joel Osteen as much as you want. Do yeah. not touch mattress mac you know i like him for another for a lot of reasons and i think one of the biggest reasons uh recently was he even put up two million dollars on the cowboys man did he yeah like uh we lost that game (laughs) but like i feel like he's he is a a big houston guy but i mean that kind of shows he's also a big texas guy yeah so i think he can he's only gonna get bigger right yeah i think he also bet was it two million on u of h basketball uh, I'm not sure. I know he so, lost when he bet uh, with TCU as well. I think he bet like a million, and TCU yeah. got blown out in the championship game. Hey, man. But, Imagine um, having that much money. You can just, like, fuck it. Well, yeah. Th- didn't he win, like, 75 mil with the Astros? Yeah, bet? so that two million that he did on uh-huh. Cowboys. It's just so that Cowboys fans, such as yourself, can yeah. be like, yeah, he's going for <laughs> the do it. So you really think he's losing $2 million? No. Nah, nah, he's not. He's, he's winning really 2 not. million customers that are paying $2,000, $5,000 each. Yeah. So just you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the coolest job perks that, that you've gotten? The coolest what? I'm sorry? Uh, perks. Perks. Um, oh, man. I know you were telling me... So, uh, Okay, go ahead. You were telling. I was telling you what. No, you can go ahead if you got one. I was gonna help you out. Houston vert ramp is that where you're yeah, going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the banger in the hangar, man. Working with Scott, uh, he puts together uh, an event on his uh, X Games grade vert ramp, which is four minutes from our studio, um, <clears throat> and he calls it banger in the hangar because his ramp is built what for what it looks like a an airplane hangar. Oh, okay. That okay, okay. Yeah. I and, see it now. Yeah, and so um that's why it's called that way. Um and yeah, I've been a sponsor of that event for the last uh 3 years. Mm-hmm. And uh it's always a great time we get to go over there and uh not last year's but the year before that. I got to meet Tony Hawk. Nice. That's a legend. Man. Yeah. So I, I fanboyed it up, man. Uh, I was like, man, should I ask him for a picture? But then I was like. You didn't ask for a picture? Uh, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. I, was, I was on the fence. I was like, uh, should I fanboy it up? Because I, I had access to go up at the top of the ramp. with the, Where the skaters were. Yeah. 
So, you know, I'm standing there, Rune Glifberg's doing this thing, and then Bucky Lassick, and then Tony Hawk, and then, of course, you know, I got a picture with with Bucky Lassick as well, and we've actually done some work for him uh, since that, and uh, which, to me, is still very surreal. But, uh, yeah, when it came to Tony Hawk, I was like, he's about to drop in there. You know, should I fanboy it up and ask him for a picture, try to be that guy? And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'll do it tomorrow. Uh Um, I don't know. And then finally I was like, it's Tony Hawk. How am I not going to fanboy it up? I was like, hey, man, can I get a picture? He's like, yeah, sure. And he was like super chill. He's the nicest guy. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I took the picture with him and I'm so glad I did Mm -hmm. because the next day he didn't show up. Oh, so that would have been a missed opportunity. Yeah, the day you were planning to ask him. Yes, I would have like kicked myself in the face. I don't know. It's definitely not physically possible for me (laughs) to do that. But yeah, no, that's man. I had an instance where um, uh, I I, when I was in in Colorado, and I I always regret it. Um, It was I went to go see Brian Callen at a comedy show. Okay, and um, I was putting up to the. I was walking up to the to the venue. Yeah, and um, I was at the light across from it. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for the the lights cross. Yeah, and then I fucking see Brian Callen coming like towards me. Yeah, well, not towards me, but like walking <laughs> on, on my side. Your of silly that. goose podcast, yeah, yeah. come here. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw him, and I just kind of froze. I'm like, babe, that's that's Brian Callen. Like we're literally mm-hmm. about to go see him here, like an hour, mm-hmm. and he's like out here on the street with us. Yeah. And I was like, do I say something? Do I say something? And I didn't say anything right there. I was, like, intimidated, man. He was, like, taller than what I thought. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, he crossed He crossed the street. And I, was, I told my girl, I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to do it. And then I fucking go, I'm like, Brian, Brian. Like, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> but he didn't hear me at the time. Really? I was like, fuck, yeah. Uh, I just turned. I was like, damn, I should have done it. Like, we were shoulder to shoulder, shoulder, basically, man. Really? Yeah, Come so on, man, you gotta go. For yeah, it. I need to. Yeah, you, that like tells you like if you see a fan or not a fan, but like somebody like just go up to them. Like it's yeah. okay for the most part. They know it's expected, yeah. you know. So and most of the time, if you're not a dick, yeah. they're gonna be perfectly fine with you getting yeah. a picture. Or whatever. That's what I do when I see my fans. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, Tony Hawk. Did you hear about uh, about whenever he started his game, his Tony Hawk Pro Skater game? What do you mean? Did I know about him? No, then? yeah, but no, the story behind it. Um, how I saw his documentary on HBO, which was awesome. Uh, but go just ahead. about uh, how they offered to buy it, the the game, um, and he he kind of just bet on himself. Yeah. I think they they like offered him a certain amount of money, which was nothing compared to what he actually ended up making because it uh, became such a culture <clears throat> thing, you know? Like, I fucking played Tony yeah. Hawk, and I wasn't even a skater, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And uh, it, it, just betting on yourself sometimes, it really pays off. Yeah, so, you know, he went with the risky bit, yeah. not knowing how it was going to play out. It worked out for him. And that's usually, how it works sometimes. Yeah, usually that's how it is. You have to risk to, yes. to, to win, you know? Yes, you can make a calculated risk but you can only calculate it so much because you know if you don't know like there's yeah. so many different variables that are just beyond your control yeah, they're really- where you think like if i do this it could really fuck me up <laughs> and not work out for me but you know what other choice you got exactly <laughs> and uh, you, you learn sometimes you yeah. know if, you, if something it does is not gonna work out all the time yeah yeah but um but yeah man so what uh, what else do you do you want to tell the people, man? Like, uh, why should people come sp- get their stuff printed out here? Oh, man. Um, 
For me, before you get started, I feel like... I was going to ask you something. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I think you're about to tell me. I, I feel like what you kind of bring to the table is like uh, your... Uh, damn, I had it at the tip of my tongue. I was going to say it. Yeah, just just a sense of, of... Not to be corny, but like the sense of like a family uh, uh, environment. You know, like okay. when people come in here, it's like... They're your friends, you know? It's like, you're not just making business. Like, they're not just your clients. Like, a lot of times, they're, like, y'all become friends. Yeah. And I, I think that's really cool, man. Then when somebody calls here, it's like, they don't just get a, a an automated person, you know, right. uh, automated computer fucking picking up. It's like yeah. you. Yeah. It's it always me. you. They got that, direct contact. number is my cell phone number. It's your <laughs> cell phone number? <laughs> yes. You've never gotten any weird shit sent? Because, I mean, your phone number is like No, everywhere. but I bet I will after this. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Take pics. <laughs> no, please don't. Um, they, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I, uh, how do I say this without fucking, just, where I used to work at, I saw a lot of what to do, but more importantly in some instances i saw what not to do mm -hmm. and you know how to treat the people that take the time to come to you uh was something that i really wanted to work on yeah and also um this is a great story um when i started doing uh pop-up markets mm -hmm. and i had just met my wife she was my girlfriend at the time, obviously. Um, she came with me to an event, and I'm setting up, and I have my freaking lawn chairs. She's like, what is that? I was like, it's my lawn chair. For what? To sit. I said, like, what, what are you going to sit down for? Uh -huh. I was like, well, you know, we're going to be here all day. I was like, no, you need to get up, and you need to talk to people. Yeah. It's like, you can't just, uh, it's just you true. know. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. And, that, and that sticks with me still uh so vividly because um i had this like cockiness i guess mm -hmm. uh and the stuff that i was selling because it was moving pretty well at the time i mean you started off and you're fucking making shit for festivals you know so yeah um i think was this before this the i think this was before the screen printing studio oh okay, okay yeah so this was when i was doing pop-up selling oh, my own okay. original yeah, apparel yeah, yeah. with the bike stuff mm -hmm. with the enron with i had the finish 290 and i think the h64 all those heavy hitters yeah. now legendary Houston finish 290 is such a fucking like <laughs> such a houston thing yeah iconic yeah <laughs> and uh as some have said um and yeah, so we we had the pop up and and I thought that I didn't need to talk to people because they they're already knew. To yeah, they're gonna yeah. come to. They're gonna see like how great it is. They're just gonna come and like buy it, and that's gonna be it. But then she said that, and I was like, "A, I'm terrible at talking to people. <laughs> I feel I don't and think so. <laughs> <laughs> guys gotten a, a little better. Uh -huh. um, and B, what am I gonna talk to them about? Like." You know, they're not here to talk to me or whatever. No, no, no. But if they're if you're already taking the time to look at your work, then why not? Mm -hmm. And that, that's just what you should do. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And then, and I started doing that. And then it made just a simple tra 
transaction like so much more meaningful yeah it like it made me realize that it's better to measure your success with the uh you know relationships you establish with people rather than just money that's yeah. coming in rather you know than I mean? just a transaction yeah mm -hmm. and i learned that that day thanks to the wifey nice yeah so it i'm like it, having the right partner like has to do a lot with like um helping you have a successful business oh for sure because i feel like if you don't have the right person like they're just gonna run it to the ground <laughs> uh yeah I, i can't imagine just coming home one day after a shady day which you know they're, they're there mm -hmm. and uh just being like get it together like why are you failing type thing. you yeah. know what i mean like i don't know it's just i can't even describe it because it just doesn't happen but um yeah no definitely grateful yeah so no toxic guys because nah. they're not good for you nope. well i mean <laughs> how, what do you feel about that trend like it's like cool or funny to to have a toxic guy or, or about what shit. does that mean well i know what toxica means but isn't it crazy to bitch? have one yeah yeah, right? <laughs> yeah for those uh listening uh, no. like they're just glamorizing like bad relationships now yes a toxic girlfriend la toxica yeah is basically a girlfriend that treats you like shit right yeah. why <laughs> who does that i mean why would maybe, you want that maybe if on the uh, hot to toxic ratio oh yeah, she yeah. Rates <laughs> very well then I guess, but why would you maybe don't marry one? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. They're not good to start a business with. Let's just say that. Yeah, or anything. Well, maybe some things, but yeah. Yeah, maybe like <laughs> some shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, not not a cool trend. What are some other cool um, things that you've sponsored around Houston? Before we go into that, into that, I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I hired you because you reached out to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. And so I'm curious to see because I also get the question very often of, um, you know, like you said, why should people come to Gooseworks? And, you know, I do have a certain idea of, uh, well, you know, we do a good job. We can do it quick and yeah. all that stuff. But. From the outside looking in, why would a customer see what we're doing mm -hmm. and then come to us, let alone want to come work with us? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so I had what been, did you see that you're like, oh, yeah? Uh, I had been following the, the Instagram page for at least a year. <clears throat> and, um, like, the job I had, man, it was not anything that I kind of, like, was a dream. You know, it's something I didn't want to do for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Um But what what I always always see on the videos is um, just the way you would you would interact with with the viewers or whatever you know, okay. and um, I don't know it, it just always seemed like a pretty like it seemed fun to be honest yep. like it looked like a fun place to be at. You know, if if it's not fun, you're doing it wrong. Exactly, especially if it's your own business. Yeah, no, like I, I've I, been. I've been here six months, and till this day, I still don't feel like I'm going to work. You get what I'm saying? 
So like, I, yeah, it's awesome. Man. I need to do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put me to work, <laughs> put some real work. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man, it's just that. It's just the environment. Yeah. Um, and it, you could see it. I don't know how how to explain that. You could kind of see that with the way you would, I would see you on videos. Okay. But like, I could tell you were cool, down to earth, not somebody just trying to make a transaction. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the videos were funny, you know? Okay. okay. Like, I, I didn't, I, how did I even came up, come across your page? I don't even remember how it came What across. video it was? Yeah, I, I really cannot recall. But, it, oh, I remember now, because I think I was asking about a design, and um, somebody sent me over, like, sent me, like, three or four screen printing uh, businesses, mm -hmm. and you were one of them. Oh, cool. And you're the one that I follow, like one of the, a night owls, which is one of the bigger ones. Yeah, but um, I didn't feel a connection too much with them, like okay. through the videos that they would post. Mm -hmm. I feel like your videos were more personal. Okay, and I think that's what kind of crazy talking it out. I see is it, they were more personal, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it, glad I achieved that. I didn't know that's what I was trying to do, but yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's... Uh, like, it wasn't intimidating. Like, if somebody wanted to start something, I don't think it's, like, an intimidating place to go. It's, like, it's very okay. open and welcoming. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I want it to be that way. Yeah. It's just me, you know? Like, <laughs> we're designing and printing T-shirts. We're not... It's literally we, three of it's us It's not rocket here. science. We're not... Well, four of us now. Trying to fix the economy. We're not trying to, you know, any of that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's four of us. And uh, those videos... And the videos that we're doing now, um, you know, they've always been a combination of, uh, you know, brainstorming ideas with me or Jose. Uh, and then, then you came into the picture and then you brought this whole, first of all, before I hired you, I realized that you didn't have any screen printing experience. Zero. Zero, yes. <laughs> and, um, but your attitude was, uh, you know, pretty spot on mm -hmm. and so i have this thing about hiring for attitude and training for skill yeah and uh you know i could see that you also given your experience that you were going to be able to pick this up mm -hmm. fairly easily and i'm glad i did because uh you know you've been doing great and um and what you brought to the table without me even asking which i'm sure everybody that follows me on instagram has seen that we're stepping up our uh, you know, production value in content our content, that, yeah. yes, and the videos and all that, and it's uh, it's great. Jose always um, would ask me like, "Hey, we need to do TikTok, we need to do that," but it was yeah. just me and him, and we were yeah. both just always like hands on everything, right? Yeah. And then now that you came in, you, it's like it makes it a lot easier for us to execute mm -hmm. those things, and then uh, we can bounce ideas more of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you know, hold the light, or yeah. you know, whatever. Uh -huh. And uh, it, it's it's getting great. Like I'm really, really happy with where we're at as a team. And now that we added Najib, um, he's uh, only on his third shift in. Yeah, three days. But <laughs> same thing, you know, hiring for attitude, training for skill. And, uh, you know, it, I feel like it's going to go well. Yeah, I like that, man, because I was, before you even posted a sign saying that uh, you were hiring, Yeah, I wanted to reach out. And I wanted to be like, hey, um, if you ever need any help, you know, if you ever need another thick Mexican in there, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, hit me up. 
Yeah. And uh, you fucking posted it. Like, literally two weeks before, I was so close to sending. I think I might have even typed up the message. And uh, So you typed it and didn't send it? And didn't and send then it. And I posted And then, like, I was two weeks later, that, really, yeah, you posted you were Isn't that shit funny? Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, like, when people would ask me, like, hey, maybe you should blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And yeah, and and um, a lot of places nowadays, the way they hire is like you need a resume, you need so many years of experience, and this and that, and it's like sometimes it's discouraging. Discouraging. Yeah, that's my Mexican side. <laughs> um, going to try something new, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I was I was really thankful for that opportunity, and I was gonna say something else, but I just kind of. Went away trying to fucking pronounce that fucking word. Yeah. Uh, damn, I was gonna ask something else too, but yeah. Well, what you think about that? It's always. I often wonder the same thing about why people keep coming back to us, mm. because yeah, I could tell you that you know the pricing is competitive, this, this, and that, but like there's still gotta be. It's you, man. That I you, don't. I I but. think I don't know. It's just something that I got. People like you, man, and there's a reason, you know, because you're, you're, you, I feel like you're just real. That's, I'd, I've heard that at least two times before in my uh, life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just that's yeah. it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, you just gotta. I'm grateful for everybody that walks through the door and works with us, and then uh, to do anything less than to like sit down, and talk to them, and see how their day is going, I feel like it's a little. It, it goes a long way. Yeah, so it goes yeah. a long way for sure. Yeah, well, you know. I, genuinely do it not so much to like um you know oh, i want them to like me because i yeah i don't know but yeah you're cool. not looking for approvals you're just <laughs> doing what Straight your up. heart tells you to do yeah, i guess you <laughs> you're say just that. coming yeah. for the heart yeah. um cool i think i think i think we've i think we've got enough for right now yeah is I, this I is think, this episode one of multiple I think so. I think oh, yeah, because we got to learning a lot about you. But I think okay. I think I'm gonna have you back and just get a little more, just more personal, or not necessarily more personal, but just get to know your some hobbies and shit like that. I mean, we didn't get to talk about um, you. You got your own skateboard out. You know, you know your soccer accomplishments every Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> shit like breaking that. Breaking ankles. That's where I'm breaking. Yeah, <laughs> mostly because I play against older i'm just kidding yeah but dude it finally happened six months in six months in we finally made an episode yeah i remember oh okay so i remember when how did it go we were just out there you know you know printing an order Mm -hmm. and then i said something along the lines like oh man it's gonna be three years or something and then you know i just said it like as a comment and then you're like like, oh, yeah, it, has it worked out the way you wanted it to? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah, And I was not expecting that question, and I was like, that's a pretty deep question. Yeah, and, let's and go like, with that. Just let's, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so I was like, damn, like, I'm just over here folding T-shirts right yeah. now, and that's a pretty existential <laughs> question right now, and yeah. do you want me to answer? You go, and then you go, no, just let's just wait. Let's save, save that one for, for the, the podcast. podcast or something. So, um, I, I remember that I asked right. you something, but I don't. I didn't remember the question, and I was writing them down earlier. Yeah, and I was like, "Man, what was that other question?" But I thought I had them all down. But yeah, it stuck with you. Yeah, that one was like, "Fuck, has it worked out the way I wanted it to?" It's like, um, answer to answer that is just 
I'm very happy with where it is right now. Um, obviously, I feel like I got a year taken away. Yeah. But not really because I'm grateful for that experience also and how we were able to overcome it. But, I mean, yeah, I'm very happy with it. Um, I'm happy with the team. I'm happy with our clientele. I'm happy with the work that we're putting out there and uh, the results we're able to provide for people and how they are constantly referring us to somebody, which mm. to me, that's the greatest compliment you can oh, give. Yeah, you definitely. Know? And uh, yeah, it gets a little, it gets a little hectic at times. Like when multiple people want a pretty cool graphic Yeah, and like, for instance, right now I need to come up with a project for the suffers. Okay. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> you the, working on yeah, some of those. And then and then it's it's killing me because I don't want to half ass it. Mm -hmm. And um to give them anything less than what they would deserve. Yeah. I just, you know, if this I see that it let's say they run with it and then I see it later, I'll just be like, man, that could have gone yeah, a lot better. I could have done better. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. What do you see Gooseworks in five years? Okay, yeah. Um, cause I was going to say to get another press, we would need a bigger space. Mm -hmm. And so that would be the first problem that we would need to fix. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'd need a, a bigger location, a bigger press so that we're not limited in some things. Um, you think in five years, uh, yeah, less will than be five. There? yeah, less than five, I hope. Yeah. The way things are going. All right, man. Well, it's been it's been fucking fun having you on here. I'm glad we finally got the first episode of Many Out the Way because yes. now having this. Oh, well, let's talk about how you're our first official sponsor. Uh what? Yeah, I. It is a pleasure it's, 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 to be the first official sponsor. See, it's all about firsts. Yeah, it's all about the look first, the first. first yes, the first, yes. The first River Revival, first official sponsor of the Silly Goose podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. We'll catch you on episode two. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, follow Gooseworks on social media. Yes,